Hello from the SBS newsroom, I'm Peggy Jack-Mellos. In this bulletin, the government says Australia will avoid recession, but only if its economic plan is followed. The Home Affairs Minister accuses Iran of espionage on Australian soil and in sports, support around the world for the highest profile male footballer so far to come out as gay. The federal government says Australia will be one of the few major economies in the world to avoid recession, provided it sticks to the government's economic plan. The government continues to walk a fine line, avoiding direct public criticism of Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe ahead of his appearance at a Senate estimates hearing tomorrow, despite growing pressure on Dr Lowe after nine consecutive interest rate rises to try and combat inflation. Dr Lowe's term in the role is due to end in September. A decision on whether his term will be extended beyond that is yet to be made, with a review into the Reserve Bank due to be handed down soon. Assistant Treasurer Stephen Jones says Dr Lowe has a tough job, but the government's sympathies are firmly with those impacted by recent interest rate rises. Our strategy is about complementing uh, monetary policy, not aggravating it. Um, The risk of getting it wrong um, is very high and the consequences of getting it wrong are very high. Um, We are unequivocally on the side of households and on the side of small businesses who are already doing it tough. The federal opposition continues to accuse the government of making interest rate rises worse with its policies. Opposition Senate leader Simon Birmingham says the government needs to decrease spending to stop putting upwards pressure on inflation. The pressure of inflation is real and needs to be fixed. The pressures on Australian households are real and need to be minimised. And that can best occur in terms of the Albanese government reining in its spending wherever it can. Following last week's interest rate rise, consumer confidence has fallen to its lowest level in three years. The weekly index assembled by the ANZ Bank and Roy Morgan Research has consumer confidence at 78.1 points, a drop of 5.5 points from last week. Households are bracing for higher mortgage repayments after last week's interest rate rise and the Reserve Bank has indicated it expects two more increases relatively soon. The federal government is accusing Iran of espionage on Australian soil. Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill has revealed that the government's domestic security organisation, ASIO, last year shut down a surveillance operation against an Iranian Australian. There have been protests around the world against the Iranian government, focusing on women's rights since the death of Masa Amini in police custody in Iran last year. Ms O'Neill says Australia will protect the rights of people in Australia to criticise foreign governments. We have here someone living in our country who is being followed, watched, photographed, their home um, invaded by people at the direction of a foreign power. This is happening in Australia. To those states who operate in the shadows, we have a very simple message. We are watching you. Ms O'Neill says Iran is not the only country trying to conduct espionage on Australian soil. 
The federal government is under pressure to make changes to its housing fund legislation to ensure it passes through Parliament. The coalition will likely not support the $10 billion fund, meaning the government will probably need the support of the Greens and two other Senate crossbenchers to get the legislation passed. The Greens say the legislation, as it stands, falls short, claiming the 30,000 homes proposed to be built over the next five years are not enough and the $500 million dollar cap on funds to be spent each year is not high enough to successfully address the housing crisis. The Greens want a minimum of $5 billion per year spent indexed to inflation. But senior government Senator Murray Wash says the Greens are being hypocritical. I think it's astonishing that the Greens party of all parties who like to get out there and say that they care about renters and care about affordable housing now want to do a deal with Peter Dutton to block the biggest investment in housing that this country has ever seen. The global football community expressed support for the highest profile player so far to come out as gay. 27-year-old Jakub Yangto is Czech Republic international, having played for his country 45 times. He currently plays his club football at Sparta Prague in his native country. He says he's come out as gay because he no longer wants to hide himself. The sport's global governing body FIFA has expressed support for him, as have major competitions, so too has Brazilian superstar Neymar. E sobre a outra questão, acho que é um, é um foi o que você falou, é um dia importante, né? Pela pela forma de se expressar, acho que cada um é livre. Eu não Football is an important sport, and as for that person who has expressed themselves, I think everyone is free and I do not have a problem with that. I have no prejudice in all forms of discrimination, homophobia, racism, need to be reduced in all areas. I think everyone should feel free and be able to be spontaneous with what they want to do. There are few openly gay male footballers. Australia's Josh Cavallo, who came out in 2021, is one of them. Peggy Giacomelos with the latest from the SBS newsroom. And check out our suite of podcasts for more analysis of what's happening in the day in news, including SBS News In Depth and On The Money.